0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi, Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. And we have a third uh, party member here today for the first time here on the show. Chloe Kate Coleman is here in the Super Talk studios.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boy, I wish that was real. So, but if you do hear an audible coo or a little fussiness, that's, that's just what it is. you know. Sometimes when you're a dad, you got to do what you got to do. We're going to get through that. Uh, I want to thank all of our great uh, listeners for tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of y'all, especially our service and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Joel might need a little Strange Brew when this day is over with. Yeah, right?
1: it's been a it was a late night, and late early night, morning. No. early, early morning. Early morning. It's
0: just it's just it just, just, just is what it is. It's the, it's part of the grind, you know. And you know you can grind your own coffee yeah, with Strange Brew Coffeehouse, which sure. Joel Coleman does on a on a daily basis. Well, when I bought it, it was already
1: grounded. <laughs> I don't oh, know if that's here we right. go. Yeah, she just
0: wanted to talk about the strange brew. We got an update here. What's going on? Zach Arnett out. Uh, she's hearing. It. She's getting sources down there. Her sources are better than a lot of people's sources in this industry. I promise you that. Uh, I want to thank uh, College Corner. Do they make onesies at College Corner? I believe they do. So you know, maybe maybe that's where you need to do get to get you know put her in maroon and white. That's the problem, Joel. You got her in this. It's cute you know, it's, and all, but why it, is it not you know M over S or yellow, something? Yellow. has got little hearts on it. I mean it's 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 adorable, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying we could do better. Where's Mama at on this one? Gotta get her in some maroon and white.
1: <laughs> she gets stuck with daddy during the day, so we, we just have to survive. It's it's like the ba- NCAA you. basketball tournament every day. I have I've
0: I've been there. Yeah. I've been there on that. I I have sent her to, to school and things that people I've gotten phone calls like this is not close, basically. <laughs> this is something's missing from this outfit. <laughs> um anyway. Well, nothing will be missing from your outfit when you head to College Corner. CollegeCornerStore.com are two locations that serve you down there in the Jackson area. Advantage Business Systems. I can't really tie in Advantage Business Systems to your child. Let's go ahead and just let you know that one. They can
1: help you make more money. Well, I mean, I get that. To which you would spend on your child. I got it. I got it.
0: I got it. Your business is like your family. It's like your child. You want to take care of it. You want to see it grow. Well, Advantage Business Systems is... The the solution to help you do that. Call them today and find out how they can put their experience to work for you and find out how you can turn your business into a lean, mean, fighting machine with some upgraded technology from Advantage Business Systems. Call them today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. It's always tough to do a podcast Basically less than, you know, 12 hours than the last podcast you did. Yeah, because not not a lot happens between 2 a.m. and 7 a.m. at Mississippi State. If it does, it's really bad. It's, you know, there's, there's never anything good happening there. But I did have something I wanted to talk about today, because we're going to call some recruiting on today's show, because that's, that's, you know, this time of year. Um, normally this would be, you know, we'd be talking about, I guess, maybe not this weekend, but next weekend when there's home basketball. Yes, I totally agree. Uh you know, official visits happening and things like that. But obviously that's not going on this year. But before we talk about recruiting, let's talk about some of these guys. You know, the secondary has been the biggest uh, concern in terms of off-season roster management. Is that that a fair assessment? Yeah,
1: no doubt about it. I mean, it's gotten the most attention because that's where the biggest, I I should say the most noteworthy flip was Mm -hmm. um, with MJ Daniels. And and so everybody's attention has been there. That's absolutely where where kind of the the focus has been, and uh, you know, moving forward, if you had to circle one area that you're like the future of Mississippi State football, what are you most concerned about right now? I mean, that, that has to be the answer, right? I, I agree, and you know, the secondary is such an interesting
0: situation for state. They have two cornerbacks that you got to think the world of, Just right?
1: Absolute frontline guys. Yeah, I
0: mean, you... both of those are NFL guys, Emerson and Forbes, right? And then you know, you've got some pieces back there. Uh, that that you know, that Landon Landon Gidry, um, <clears throat> excuse me, not Landon Gidry. I'm saying London Craft. Landon Gidry played some this year. London Craft, um, you know, but they've they've had, sort of had to put it together a little bit. I know it's been tough, very tough for Zach Arnett. I bet he cried like that a couple of times. Um, but then you've got just a whole bunch of guys that either didn't contribute this year, or a guy like Fred Peters who got injured early, but he's coming back. And that's where, what I want to focus on is that how 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 much faith do we have in some of these guys? guys like Kyle Cass, Janari Dean, um, Dylan Lawrence was playing early on, but then he got injured. you know Obviously Sean Preston's coming back. He had a rough bowl game, but you know, played pretty well throughout the season. You know how, how important is it for State to get some sort of impact, grad transfer or type player uh, in this cycle?
1: I mean, I think it's, I think it's really important to, to just add to the depth. I mean, you, you do have Fred Peters coming back. You do have, uh, you know, C.J. Morgan coming back. You, you have the, these veteran guys that are going to be able to step in there and and help you next year. But, look, you, you ask how much do you trust those other names that you're out law. I go back to some of the things that we talked about before the season even happened. And, really, all you can have is is just kind of hope. A little bit, you know, and that's not to degrade those guys. It's just you haven't seen anything; you don't really know what to expect. And I mean, as pertains to like Emmanuel Forbes, for instance, a guy that you had hoped for, but you didn't know, and then he goes out there and he's a stud. You know, are there are there any of those guys waiting in the wings? You don't you don't really know for sure until they get out there. Um, what you do know is, and and look, I, I'm sure we'll talk about this maybe a little more too. Although nothing really's happened on the front, but Zach Garnett has proven that you give him. Pretty much anything to work with back there, and he's going to put them in the right spots and give you a chance. And and that's going to, you know, you talk about coaches putting their players in the best possible positions to be successful. Well, Zach Arnett did that with his defense this past year, and if he's still here moving forward, you got to trust that he will do that again yeah. and, and give the names that we just mentioned every opportunity to be the next, you know, the next group to to stand out.
0: And I feel like with Peters and Morgan, you sort of know what you're getting. Competent players. Peters actually looked really good before he got hurt. CJ Morgan's very experienced. He's you know he's he's played a ton. The guy that I'm interested, the most interested in in that back the defensive backfield is Janari Dean, a guy who I think they talked about was going to be able to contribute a little bit this year, but injuries caught up with him and, and that wasn't the case. But this guy was a stud athlete at South Panola. You know, played both ways, played offense and defense. Uh yes, yeah, South Panola. yes. No, not, not as good as they used to be, but still really really good. Uh I'm interested to see him more than I, than I think. You know, Kyle Cass, I was Kyle Cass, was he one of the academic red shirts? Was he unel- eligible to play this year or did he just not Cuz I find it hard to believe that as as deep into the walk-on pile as State got in the secondary that if he couldn't have played, he would have.
1: Yeah, if if I'm just totally honest here, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I don't, I don't really know. Paul what, Jones yeah. when I need him. Yeah, you get this uh, second-rate reporter over here that, that's not sure about, about what happened to CalCast there. But like you said, no, no, I mean, no. given what... Uh, I must be third-rate because I asked you. That's true. Um, given given what we saw this year, you would have to think if pretty much if you were available to go and, and ready yeah. to go, you would have went. And uh, he did not. So, Right. Um, and then Dylan Lawrence is another guy,
0: you know, what a frame on that kid. He's six foot four, You know, he's, he's huge. got to And he's a good athlete. You know, can you get anything, get anything out of him? I think next year the depth problem is once everybody's back, you know, at least at the beginning of the season, you'll see how it goes. But I feel like the depth problems are going to sort of take care of themselves. I mean, if you're still in that five-man five man defensive backfield, you know, you've got Forbes and, uh, and, and Emerson. Peters is going to start. I would think C.J. Morgan is going to start. It's just about finding one more safety there. So, you know, obviously you'd like to get some experience there. But Preston has played. Kraft has played. Uh, I expect Kraft to go on scholarship. I, I, I can't imagine a kid would go the whole year as a starter. I know. A whole year as a starter and not get a scholarship would be not a really good look. I, I agree with you, Chloe Kate. Oh, she is <laughs> hot about this yeah, issue. Yeah, she's, she's all in on this she's one. She's passionate. I like that. So.
1: I think she just wants to take a little nappy-wappy.
0: Man, you and me both. Me me, me three. Trust me. If we we could find a hammock. For you know that would fit three people in it, we might we might all take a nap. Uh, <laughs> the things you do, um, you know, we haven't really talked about transfers. You know, how would you handle transfers if you would do it? You know, they've already obviously already got Charlton. There's a lot of talk about a defensive back. Uh, there's some talk about maybe an offensive lineman. Would you go try to find maybe one more receiver if you could?
1: I, I guess, so. receiver stands out. But they're, to me, man, it is all about defensive back. Like, I really do think that if you could find someone, a safety or something, to throw back there and just have, have a little more confidence, a little more depth, you would feel much better about things moving forward, I think. Oh, I agree. I, you know, I thought, you know, this past
0: year bringing in Tyrell Shavers at wide receiver, he was playing okay. And then, you know, obviously, you know, isn't part of the team anymore. I think if you can go out and find a guy like that, if you can go out and find a a, a guy who's you know been a uh, a contributor, you know I know that they, they were talking about uh, 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 Charleston Rambo and things of that nature. If you can find a guy like that, you should probably and he's interested. You should probably at least gauge that. I think you know DB is going to happen. I would definitely go out and find another experienced offensive lineman if I could. Oh, here we go. She's right up at the mic here, folks. That is a cute baby. I just want to tell you that. That way I can kind of. You got a little more control that way. Control things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, because I'm looking at next year's offensive line, right? You know, Island and Parker, they haven't made their declaration, but I assume that they're going to go pro, right? So you're what? You got Cross. You know, you got Smith coming back at at center. You've got Cam Jones and and Dollar Bill are going to fight out that right tackle thing. Nick Jones is a guy I think is going to try to become a contributor pretty early in the situation. You know, JUCO guy. You, you probably need one more guy in there. I don't know if James Jackson or LaQuinton Sharp can be that guy. Quinston Sharp to me was a big disappointment this year, to be honest. I, that was a guy. Yeah, I wonder. You and I the, thought we were going to. He was going to be a starter.
1: Wonder how much the transition to to this offense kind of kind of got to him a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, but that means you think that you know because I, I know he's talented. He showed that, so maybe he can you know have a you know another year and uh, and, and, and and show that off. Or he, you know, he, he's a senior, so he might not come back anyway. Um, but I would feel like you know, and Scott Lashley is in this group. I don't know what you're going to get from him. We 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 talked about him the other day. That basically he has to decide: Do I want to continue playing football? If I want to continue playing football, I really need to play another year at Mississippi State. And yeah, that would be his sixth year of college. But you got no film. You got nothing. You know, it's just not going to work. So you've got to. You've almost got to do this.
1: Yeah, I I can't see if if his if he believes his future is in football, I can't see any other decision that he would make other than that. (laughs) I I mean, yeah. Not coming back is not smart for his professional. It doesn't, work. It doesn't,
0: it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So, the transfer market state's going to have to be pretty, uh, pretty active here. I mean, w- three, maybe four guys on yeah, top, well, of, on top of Charlton, or, or, or three more, four more guys.
1: How many spots you got left? Five. Is I that think right? that's right.
0: So two of those spots are going
1: Ty Cooper, Ty, Ty, Ty if, Cooper, if and, and CJ I mean, Johnson if they'll take if, them. Yeah. And yeah, so then, then you're left with with three others there. Um, I, I mean, you could go so many different ways with, with that with that final few spots. I don't really know what what's best, and I don't know that you can make a wrong decision there, you know? Because mm-hmm. you could use help at any of those spots. I mean, it, I don't think there's just a, a a Mike linebacker sitting out there that can jump right into Errol's shoes by any stretch of the imagination, but, I mean, it, if you found somebody like that, maybe that's what, what you do. Yeah. It could go any number of directions at this point.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Then from a recruiting standpoint, you just mentioned Ty Cooper, C.J. Johnson. Those really appear to be the only high school targets left for Mississippi State. If they can't get them, I I I don't know if State's going to take five transfers at that point or something like that, but it doesn't feel like there's
1: another guy out there right now if Ty Cooper says not interested. If if he's out there, he is uh, not talked about much, that's for sure. And not much attention on him. That said, Lord, you try to get in the brains of of, of these kids, and and you you find, wind up in trouble. But I mean, state appears to be in really good position with Ty Cooper. You know, he, Ole Miss and and Deke Adams parting ways that hurt things on their end, and y- y- that makes state probably the clear leader anyway. I mean, it feels that way. We'll see what he ultimately decides. I, I mean, keep getting the same. Vibe off of
0: him that I got off of T.D. Moten and Jerome Carvin and other guys that they're just waiting, that they're just hoping they're hoping for he's hoping for two things that one twenty four seven puts out another rankings adjustment to bump him up to like eighty seven eighty eight and when that happens Auburn LSU somebody who's just got a spot sends an offer his way I really feel like that he'll he come be. to state if it's if it's only if it's his last choice that he that he doesn't want to be at Mississippi State. That is my opinion just from watching his recruitment because he could have been committed for months now.
1: Yeah, I mean, it does seem like he has been waiting on something else. I don't think there's that. – that is a very – and I don't know 100% that that's what he's doing, but that's a logical conclusion to make based on what we've seen so far.
0: Yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're right, 100%. And then with C.J. Johnson, sort of the same thing. It's a lifelong Bulldog fan. There's a little more wiggle room with him because he just started getting recruited – Basically, in November. Yeah. Just so, you know, if he explode. wants to take some time, and, and, you know, he's already committed to the Naval Academy. That tells me one thing right off the, the bat. He's smart. You know, they don't, they, don't just, they don't just take anybody's commitment up there. So, you know, him, him taking his time, we'll see what happens there. And if he, I mean, I can't really fault a guy. He, 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 from what they're saying is he might stick with the Navy, he might come to Mississippi State. His other choice might be Northwestern. I mean, I really can't fault the guy for you know taking some time on this one. I uh, know. I mean, Cooper seen, is, is sort of the opposite. Fu- Cooper's a football decision. This guy feels like it's more decision than that.
1: Yeah, seems like there's a lot of of academics involved in in what CJ wants to do. And kudos to a guy like that too, that isn't just putting all his eggs in the football basket. So um, we'll see how it ends up. He, he has exploded onto the scene and. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of folks seem to think he's a talented kid, so he, it seems like he's going to have options in the future, whether it be football or whether it be uh, something that his academics leads him to. So, uh, seems like a guy with a good head on his shoulders. We'll, we'll see how how it plays out, but it does seem like Ty Cooper, C.J. Johnson, are, are that's, really, that's it.
0: I mean, oh, and that's sort of interesting too, because this 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 staff has had Plan Bs all year long. So maybe there's another guy. Maybe you know if, if they don't if they if they don't feel good about it in a couple of weeks, that there we might see a new name pop up. Um, but we'll we'll have to wait and see on that. That they have they've done a good job of finding guys. I mean, you know, with Macaylen Pounders, they they got Cannon Boone in the boat. When uh, when with Brandon Burk- Buckhalter, they got uh, Harmon Har- Antonio Harmon in the boat. MJ Daniels caught him by surprise. But if you can get CJ Johnson, I mean, they would have taken both. I want I don't want to say that one's a swap for the other, but it, to make up for it, you, you know, you're you're okay there. I think yeah. so. We'll see how it all pans out. Re- signing day, you know, I guess it's about a month
1: away right this second.
0: Yeah, maybe
1: I think it's February 3rd. The 3rd? Okay.
0: Yeah. It's whatever the first Wednesday of the month is. So we'll see how it all pans out. What an, I- an interesting recruiting. So I mean consider everything. That no visits, no no coaches can't really go out and scout. You know, you're not going to high schools and things of that nature. Everything's been done virtually.
1: All know. that crap has to end, man. They have to let these kids go.
0: Yeah, Cuz you're you're hurting kids it's it's not even about i'm not you know me i what i always say i don't really care about if the job of the guys making six seven figures are harder don't yeah. care but to make a kid make a decision and he can't come visit the college it's ridiculous
1: i mean imagine and then you let you're letting thousands of of, of fans well i say that it's not like the ncaa is saying you right. know, thousands of fans go into the stadiums i mean it, but still. but if fans are going into the stadiums why can a kid and his parents not put come, a mask on and be socially come up distant
0: here, be covet tested when talk, they arrive you know, and, and and meet with coaches and think, you know, and keep everybody safe. It, it's, it's doable. It's just more NCA stupidity. And that's, that's how that goes. Well, I'll tell you what's not stupid. That's heading over to Welcome Home Beef. So let's move on over to our next topic. And that's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. Don't forget, guys, I mean, they, they just have it all over there. I, I, they, they, I, I can't stress enough that it's not just, you know, going in there and picking up a steak sometimes. Like I was in there yesterday and I'm like, hey, hey, what are, what are those? Those were tamales. You like tamales? I do. They had plenty of them to get. They got some fish in the cooler right now. They've got pork. They're the full service stop, guys. They can call you. You can call them and say, hey, place me an order for a pork belly. I've done that many times from them and enjoyed it. I've gotten a pork butt from there. My guess is there's just not anything in the world you can't call up and say, can you get this for me? And they wouldn't say, yes. They are all about customer service there. And they're also about incredible, incredible product. Some of the best steaks, maybe the best steak I've ever had. Cooked any way you like it. You're you can make you're the doctor. you making those decisions. But make the decision to call Welcome Home Beef and put something really good on your plate as soon as possible. Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Chloe, Kate, I just want to let you know something. When your daddy eats a steak from Welcome Home Beef,
1: it just tastes good.
0: All right. You know, this is the time of year, Joel, that when you record something or you write something... You never know. You know, you you cross your fingers and you hope. Okay, I hope it holds up for a few hours. You know, in our case, I hope it holds up till, till this evening, because anything could happen. I uh, read earlier today that uh, South Carolina was interested in Zach Arnett. Paul Jones, twenty four seven Sports reported that, but that Arnett had no uh, reciprocal interest in that, and that makes total sense to me. You want? Do you want my? Uh, this might be my first hot take or first bold prediction of twenty twenty one. Do you want it?
1: Yeah, let's go with
0: it. It's just not going to work for Shane Beamer. I, I, I don't see this happening. Beamer against Mullen and and Smart and Sweeney, no.
1: I mean it's it's not a it's not a name that just jumps off the page as a guy that can compete in the East. That's it. I mean we we saw Sam Pittman we end up working out pretty well for Arkansas, um, and and he seems to have them going in the right direction now. And that's a hire that we all kind of probably laughed at a little bit under our breath when it happened. Some people not even under their breath, and, and it's strong first year for him. So. You never really know with these hires. I mean, when Mississippi State hired Joe Moorhead, that was largely praised. Yeah, it didn't, didn't exactly work out. Um, the thing that's never it a little
0: different for me is that Pittman immediately went out and got two top-notch coordinators. Yeah, and now Arnett would be one of those. But I mean, I, I don't. I, didn't they keep Mike Bobo? I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they did. So if that's the case, I mean, you're just tying an anchor to yourself, and that's that's something you know probably probably part of the reason. If I'm uh, Zach Arnett, I'm, like, not interested. Uh, but, obviously, Texas, Notre Dame, these are different deals. Um, if one of those comes calling, like we said on yesterday's show, that's going to be – it would be very likely that he would take that job and move on uh, to the next spot. Uh, but, like I so said, at this time, we don't know. But that said, Joel, if, if they can sort of uh, ride this storm out and keep Arnett, for the first time in a long time, you are going to have what appears to be total staff continuity.
1: Yeah, and this this staff, for whatever reason, has seemed pretty tied to to Mike Leach and pretty loyal to Mike Leach. And I know not all of them came with him from Washington State. I mean, you had Jason Washington and, and Zach Arnett, and, and there were some guys that didn't. But you know, when Leach came, he about brought the whole crew with him from from Pullman down to Starkville. And uh, not that they wouldn't leave for other opportunities if they had you know bigger and better things on the horizon, but none of them seemed to be in any hurry to get out from from under leach you know and in the past i mean there's been some guys you know with mullen there were some guys that just didn't get along or, or didn't work out or was ready to move on from dan mullen mm-hmm. um that doesn't did, really did mullen seem ever, every year
0: i don't remember one year obviously with the defensive coordinators but it felt like every year somebody left
1: yeah, it really did. It really, did. and I, at I have least I can look, but I feel like I'm pretty
0: confident. While I was, was on the
1: while I was on the beat, that was the case. Well, yeah, because
0: I mean, you had it was four 15, straight. Yeah, yeah, you had, you had all these defensive coordinators go, but I mean, David Turner left after the 16 signing class. Yeah, and I mean, then, you had Towns Townsend, DeShay Townsend believe, left. Wow. You know, uh, you know, obviously, Angela Miranda and what happened there, and then you know they brought in Tim Brewster and he left, and you know so on and so forth. Scott Salich left, and they brought in you know it, it just it just how that went. So. State looks like they're on the verge of, of doing that, and that you know, especially when we've talked about the state not having a spring last year. I mean, this will be the staff's first spring to work together, and, and I, I, you know, bringing a new guy in. I mean, it's just a—it's not a huge deal, but it, it is another little bump in the road. Yeah, and if it's a defensive coordinator, it's a big bump. But even if it's just a, you know, if if. If Dave Nichol decided he wanted to go somewhere else, it's a bump.
1: It Probably depends on who you bring in a little bit. Like if it's if it's Arnett gone, and then you bring in the guy that here I am. I've, I've, it's been twelve hours. I've already forgot his name. The guy at Syracuse, you know, another guy that runs a a similar three three five style that that Zach Arnett does. Um, maybe it's not a huge deal um, if the guys are kind of doing some of the same things. Um, if you if you totally change defensive schemes again. That's where you start. At, at some point, these you would think these kids need to do the same thing a couple years in a row. Yeah. You know? And, uh, look, they I know they did something a little different this year and had success, so it's not like it's just a, a kiss of doom by any stretch if you have to do something different, but uh, all the optimism you have for Mississippi State's defense in 2021, I mean, it, it definitely goes away. If Zach Arnett leaves, it kind of goes away, and if you have to if you convert to a completely different scheme, um, then it really probably goes away. As you have to shuffle those pieces and try and figure out if this team can can do what it did last year defensively.
0: Interesting note here. If I'm looking at the 24/7 board of uh, at, for for South Carolina BigSpur.com, uh, South Carolina is here. They are in Startville as we speak. So we got some plain plain uh, flight aware stuff happening here. Mm. So I guess they're gonna at least talk to Arnett. I Can't imagine they're here to talk to anybody else. Well, you know there could be. There's another guy they could be willing to talk to. Steve Spurrier Jr. That would be you know that he and Beamer have coached together. Obviously they would know each other. You know sons of coaches. So that that could be something. We'll find out obviously as, as the day goes. We have to. We can only speculate because no, I mean, certainly nobody's could gonna him tell us. Bring
1: him in and give him a coordinator title or something and yeah.
0: All right. I've already uh, gotten word of who I've already put in my vote for who I would want to replace Steve Spurrier Jr. His name rhymes with bad compass. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's who you want to that's who you want to hire. We'll talk about that some other time. Um, one last thing before we go: uh, Mississippi State uh, women's basketball against Florida. That's uh, Thursday night down there in Gainesville. We talked about bounce back games for the men. The same thing here for the women. That they, they 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 need to bounce back. They at least you know get to do it against a Florida team, which is not good.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not a game that you could afford to lose. I mean, if it, it Mississippi State was to go down to Florida and lose on Thursday night, you, you kind of nightmare. It'd be a nightmare, and you kind of start to get into the uh, that area where fan interest or whatever might start to drop a little bit. Yeah, um, moving forward.
0: Yeah. Florida seven and three on the year, but I mean they, their first two conference games they lost to South they they didn't really the schedule makers didn't do them any favors. Their first three games were South Carolina, Florida, I'm sorry South Carolina, Texas A and M, and Mississippi State, the three of the highest ranked teams in the conference. Um, but they lost by uh, 16 to South Carolina, and then they lost by uh, 25 to Texas A and M. So you know, and you look at their non conference I mean they beat Florida, North Florida, Tarleton State, Florida Atlantic, UNC Asheville. You know, not not great. So this is a game Mississippi State should be able to bounce back, and then they have another one with Ole Miss, which has you know no, no, it's been a bit of a slump buster in the years. And State has just not only won those games, but won them easily. I think that's going to be a good situation for Mississippi State. Two and zero this week gets everything back in. You know, because that South Carolina game is coming. It's only I think I think it's is it next week or is it the week after? It's coming up soon, and so you know. It's a shame because that would be a huge crowd at the Humphrey Coliseum, as, as there would have been you know, last Saturday with Kentucky, I think, for the men. But we'll see where it takes us. So, uh, like I said, uh, that's a 5 o'clock Central tip uh, here in Mississippi for Mississippi State, Florida. I believe that's on the SEC network. All right, guys, uh, tomorrow's show, you know, I, I'll be honest with you. I really don't know. We'll have to figure that out as we get there. It's yep. so that time of year where we sort of, sort of need some news to break. We can preview some basketball. But, but there will be a show. There will be a show. We'll promise you that. For uh, Joel T. Coleman, Woo! and for little Chloe Kate, who is comfortably napping at this point. Ah, she's awake. Oh, she's awake? All right. Well, then I'm Brian Haydad. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.